Hey, it's Sarah, and I have some exciting news for you before we jump into the podcast this week. Starting this coming Monday, that's May 13th, I'm going to be running a two-week pocket planner sprint inside of my course, Published with Purpose. This is where you learn how to create, format, and design a high-value, action-oriented journal or planner and sell it around the world on Amazon. We run a live round every single year in the fall, and then in the spring, I often run our pocket planner round. This is where you get templates to create an amazing pocket or journal planner of your choice in a four by six inch size. And you get templates and all of the swipe files that you need to create something incredible in a short amount of time. During this round, I'm doing something a little bit different and I'm offering asynchronous support. So that means that you'll get one-on-one email support from me during the two weeks to ask questions about your design, your idea, marketing strategies, and so much more. I would love to support you inside of Publish With Purpose and you can find full enrollment details over at publishaplanner.com forward slash enroll. Just make sure that you check it out and join before doors close on Monday, May 13th. You're listening to episode 74 of the Mindful Productivity Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Steckler, and today I'm going to be talking all about how to get more of what you want on a daily basis. Now, I know what some of you might be thinking, ah, getting more of what I want sounds really, really selfish, or I don't know if that's really for me. That sounds like something that like someone's doing and they're like not a good person if they're always wanting what they want and getting what they want. That sounds really selfish. Well, today I want to challenge you on something, and if this is coming up for you, I want you to think about it this way. Think about someone that you know in your life that tends to get what they want. They're ambitious, they're purposeful, they're driven, and they tend to be really happy, right? When people are getting the things that they want out of their life, how do they act? What are their mannerisms like? What kind of energy are they bringing versus someone, and maybe it's you, that isn't getting what you want? When we're not getting our needs met, when we're not getting our desires fulfilled, we tend to start to feel resentful. We tend to start to feel burnt out. We tend to start getting into these mindsets and limiting limiting beliefs of, well, this, this must be why I'm not getting what I want, or maybe I just don't deserve it, or maybe I'm just not a good enough person, or maybe I'm not doing X, Y, Z, right? This is what happens. So today, we're going to switch it all up. I'm going to be talking to you about some big mindset shifts that you can implement immediately, and I bet you that by the time you stop listening to the end of this podcast, you're going to have a completely different week than you've ever had before. Let's go ahead and get started. Welcome to the Mindful Productivity Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Steckler, and this is the place to be to live a more mindful and productive life. If you're ready to turn daily chaos into calm and start your days with intention, then get ready to join me as we dive deep into mindful living and personal productivity. It's time to connect with your true self so you can live the life you want to live. And it all starts now. Did you know that in addition to this free podcast, I also have a ton of resources available to you on my website over at mindfulproductivityblog.com. Here you'll find blog posts and printables to help you live a mindfully productive life, as well as free resources and courses that you can take right now, right away to get you started on so much 
more than we cover right here in the podcast. Also, when you hit up the website, make sure to check out the journal shop. This is where I have a bunch of journals that I've carefully created and crafted to help you live a more mindful and intentional life. One of those things includes the Mindful Productivity Planner. This is an Amazon bestseller, and it's so helpful in helping you live each day with more intention while also getting more stuff done. One thing I really, really love about the planner and that people tell me they love is that it's undated and it's set up in a way that allows you to stop and pause your planning when you need to. Get rid of the planner guilt and stop feeling like you're having wasted pages in your planner spreads. The Mindful Productivity Planner is filled to the brim with all kinds of resources that you need to help you live that intentional life, including a monthly section with a habit tracker, bucket lists, success lists, and so much more. You'll also find monthly reflection and intention setting pages to help you get clear on what's been working in your life and what you need to let go of. If you've been interested in starting a journal practice, but you don't always have the time, this planner is perfect for you. To grab your planner and get a walkthrough tutorial of exactly how I set it up for myself, along with tips and tricks to make the experience so much more fun, head on over to mindfulproductivityblog.com and check out the Mindful Productivity Planner. All right, everybody, we're getting into the podcast today, and let me tell you, I think this one is going to be one of your favorites. I want to talk to you today about the importance of knowing what you want in your life so that you can get more of what you want on a regular basis, on a daily basis. If the idea of getting more of what you want every day freaks you out, let's go ahead and start there. One of the things that I work with my clients on is getting crystal clear and bringing in that clarity about what they really want next. A lot of times we think we know what we want or we assume we know what we want. So we just kind of keep living our lives with that idea in our mind. We think, I want this. And then we just don't really change much. And oftentimes too, we hinder ourselves because we don't actually claim what we really, really, truly want out of life. We're afraid that if we start saying that we want things, maybe we won't get them. We're afraid that if we start really owning what we truly desire, then maybe we're going to come across as selfish or maybe that'll make us the kind of person that's like greedy or something like that. But I'm here to tell you that it's quite the opposite. Just like I mentioned at the start of this podcast, when you're feeling fulfilled in your life and you're getting the things that you want out of life, you really start to tap into your true purpose and you really start to become this higher version of yourself that you've probably been seeking. So first of all, what does it mean when you think about the things that you want out of your life on a daily basis? A lot of times when we think of things we want, we tend to go to this materialistic realm. We think we want a new car. We want a house. We want X, Y, and Z. For me, it's I want more planning supplies, more stickers, more blah, blah, blah. And those things are great. But I want to challenge you that it doesn't stop there and that wanting physical things in your life is not necessarily a negative thing 
either. We're human beings. We enjoy the cultivation of things that bring us meaning in life and that bring us joy. But knowing what you want is so much more than the physical things that you wish to purchase and buy, right? It's also knowing how you really want to feel, what you really want to get out of in your relationships, what you really want to embody when you step out into the world today. Whether you're listening to this on your commute or maybe you're on a walk or maybe you're fiddling around in the house, it's really important to take a minute in the morning and then throughout the day to really set an intention for what you want out of your life. This is something that we don't always do. We make a list of things we want, if that, or we make a a list of goals or we do goal setting, but we don't always wake up in the morning with an intention to not only seek things, but also hope for the things that we are seeking. And truly, it is amazing what happens when you wake up in the morning and you go out into the world and you say, I want this. It's amazing how your brain will start searching for those things and you'll realize what's already going on around you. This is happens a lot when we go out in nature and we're really present. I love spending time out in nature as much as I possibly can. And one thing I always like to do when I'm outside is just to look for moments of joy. And when I go out with that intention and that purpose, I always find it, whether it's seeing a squirrel run by in our yard or the other day I was out with my bulldog Bella and these little sparrows started circling her and playing with her in the air and she started chasing them. I really found that moment and those things were absolutely going to happen regardless of how I felt. But because I was looking for them, I not only noticed them quicker, but I also experienced them in such a deeper and more profound way. Versus if I went out thinking, I don't want to walk, this is going to be boring, what am I going to do without my phone during this time, I would have just kind of shuffled around and looked at the ground and not really paid attention to my surroundings. The same thing happens every day when you walk out that door, whatever you're doing, when you get in your car, when you put on your headphones, when you start a conversation with your spouse or your kids, what are you looking for and what do you truly want to get out of that experience? While all of this is great and super powerful, there's something that a lot of us do before we even get to this point, before we even allow ourselves to think, what do I want today? What's the intention that I want to set? What do I really want to embody? Before we even get to this point, a lot of times what happens is that we shrink back into ourselves and we start thinking that wanting something, the even just the notion of wanting is bad or is less than or is even negative and I think that has to uh, do a lot with the word entitlement usually when you hear say someone say I want something oftentimes it's met by peers or maybe parents or maybe some non-supportive people with don't you think you're being a little entitled Come on, how many times has this happened to you in your life? I know it's definitely happened to me, especially when I've said things like, I want to start my own business. I don't want to work a nine to five anymore. I want to create my own income by being creative and running a podcast and helping clients one-on-one. A lot of people told me, don't you think you're being a little unrealistic? And that sounds kind of like an entitled mindset. Here's the difference though and the distinction I want you to make when you're listening to this episode today. Entitlement is not wanting something. It's not the act of wanting something. Entitlement is expecting something to happen without any action. 
Really let that sink in for a minute. Entitlement is not the notion of wanting something. Entitlement happens when we expect something without any action. This happens a lot. We say a goal out into the world. We write something down. And then we get frustrated when it doesn't happen. Or maybe we think that we deserve something because we went through a tough time in our lives or we experienced trauma, therefore XYZ should happen for me. The truth is, is that things don't happen. Reactions don't happen without action. Sitting in stillness and not creating momentum will not get you to a goal. Now, creating awareness is part of the process. And creating an idea of what you want is the first step. But when you want something and you're clear on it, that in itself is what will get you to take action or to create the continued awareness around what you need to do that day. So much of our happiness really is derived from what we perceive, from what we're looking for, and from what we seek. If we're going out into the world and we're in a bad mood and we think everyone's against us and we think everything is happening not for us, then what are we going to find? It's so simple, yet it's like the easiest thing to forget about. It's so simple, yet so many of us don't do it, myself included. I often find myself in a bad mood and then I have to kind of catch myself. I went to the post office the other day and I was really frustrated. I was exhausted. I was running late. I found out they were going to be closing at noon and then reopening again at 1.30 and I only had half an hour and I was making up this whole narrative in my head about how ridiculous that was. Why aren't, why aren't they just going to stay open all day? And I noticed that when I stepped into the post office and I was met by this lovely lady that I was already acting kind of rude. I wasn't being, I wasn't saying anything rude, but I noticed that my body language was kind of hurried. I wasn't making a lot of eye contact. And basically what I was telling her was my own projection of what I was frustrated with, what I was seeking for my day that I wasn't even aware of. What I was doing was I was creating an interaction in a situation that wasn't bringing any joy or fulfillment. And if you're thinking to yourself, well, why should you be seeking joy or fulfillment from interacting with somebody, someone at a post office? My question to you is why not? Why not seek joy in every moment where you can? And one thing that's hindered me in the past from doing this is thinking that joy seeking is something that is going to take so much energy or it's going to completely drain me or it's going to cause me to be inauthentic or this version of myself that I'm not. The truth is, is that when you are present in the moment and you build awareness around what you're doing, how you're breathing, how your posture is, what you're projecting out into the world, anything that's going on in your head that other people might be picking up because let's face it, when we're thinking negative thoughts, when we're thinking things that aren't productive and that aren't really serving us, and when we don't make space to let those things pass through us and get out of us, then those things manifest in the real world. They manifest in how we carry ourselves in our body and the tension that we have and maybe maybe even how we decide to take care of ourselves in the morning and how we decide to present ourselves. I know that when I'm in a good mood and that when I wake up in the morning and set an intention to really think about what I want, I bring so much more power to my day. I interact with so many more people and I come home feeling like, wow, there's really some good people in the world. Wow. I really had some good experiences today. 
While having this mindset and really getting clear that entitlement is not merely wanting something, that can change a lot. But you may be asking, okay, well, how do I really start getting more of the things that I want every day? What are some tangible things that I can do? Well, I want to share an exercise that I recently had one of my one-on-one coaching clients do. I had her do a brain dump, but I had her start each sentence that she wrote down with I want. Basically an I want list. Because I think a lot of us can get uncomfortable saying I want or per proclaiming that out into the universe. We think that there's something wrong about saying it. So start there. Make a brain dump list with all the I want statements you can think of. I want this. I want that. And start to really understand that wanting something is the beginning. It's the pull. The notion and the action of wanting something in our minds is like the fishing rod that goes out into the ocean to catch what we truly desire. It is the first step. It is the bait on the hook, so to speak. And when you really get clear on all the things you want, guess what? Then you can easily turn those things into actions. When we know what we want, then we can really ask ourselves, what do I need to do next to get that thing, to have that experience, to talk to that person. If you're in a situation right now in your life and maybe let's say you're ready to get back out on the dating scene and you really want to find someone to spend the rest of your life with or maybe you just want to find someone to spend the summer with and like go get drinks with and go to the pool with. If you really get clear on what you want out of that person, what kind of person you want, the kind of relationship you want to have, what you want those experiences to be like, then guess what? You're going to start doing more. A great example of this is when we ask people, uh, like we tell people that we really want some kind of food item, like tacos, okay? If you tell people, maybe you post online or you ask your friends at work, hey, you guys, I really want tacos today. Guess what's going to happen? Those people most likely are going to say, oh my gosh, there's an amazing taco place down the street. You have to try it it's incredible. They even give you free guac on Tuesdays, right? Someone else is going to send you some kind of taco recipe. You've got to try this with this walnut meat. I know it sounds crazy, but it's delicious. Other people might send you links. And before you know it, people might even be asking their friends and their friends if they know of a good taco place in the area. We love to collectively help people. And once we tune into that information highway that is networking with other people and that energy, then we tell the universe, we tell the world, whatever you want to call it, to go find that stuff for us. And it comes back. The same thing is true. You can apply the taco principle to anything. You can apply it to wanting to find a relationship. You can apply it to wanting to find a new job. You can apply it to trying to find the right realtor to find you the perfect house or trying to find the right model of printer that you need for your sticker business, which is something that I'm currently working on. Using this frame of mind and really tapping into the resources available to you is something that most of us don't do. So that's step two. So to recap so far, the first step is knowing that what you want, getting really clear on that and really knowing that wanting something is not being entitled. Number two is doing a brain dump of I want statements. What are all the things you want? Don't hold back, big or small. And step three is to really tap into proclaiming what you want, telling people about it, telling people what what you want specifically, and sending that out so that other people and other resources and things that you might not have even thought of will start coming up, right? If you even... search in Google, 
best taco places in the whatever area you're in, Google is going to not only come back with search results, but we all know how Google and pixels work, right? You're going to start seeing ads on Instagram and everywhere you go about tacos, tacos, tacos. It's one of the main reasons why I have this weird rule that anytime I'm on my YouTube account or if my husband is, we can never, ever, ever type in the word spiders because I never want spiders to pop up in my video feed because, oh my gosh, no thank you. It's really true about what you not only type into Google, but what you put out into the universe. If you want to find more of something, let everyone know that that's what you're searching for. Sounds so simple, right? The fourth step that I'll give you today is doing something every day that gets you a little bit outside of your comfort zone, but that moves you closer to what you want. So many of things that we want in life are bigger picture things, right? Like if you want to buy a house, that's something that's not going to just happen within 24 hours. It's a bigger picture, longer term goal. But it's also important in your I want list to get clear about all the things that you want on a daily basis. I want to feel well rested. I want to be hydrated. I want to drink more water. I want to have more energy. I want to make sure I'm going to bed on time. I want to make sure that I can watch Stranger Things when I get home. I want, I want, I want, right? And and I know that even hearing that, we start to think of like Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory where it's like, I want an Oompa Loompa. I want this. I want that. The truth is, though, is that when we're clear on what we want, and I know I've been repetitive today, but I really want this to hit home for you. When you're clear on what you want, then you can find ways to obtain what you want. You'll find more resources to find what you want. You'll start tapping into the network of other people and other energy that will get you to that thing, that experience, that desire that you truly want to embody. And so get clear on all the things that you want, not only big picture, but all the things that you want to feel, experience, embody, be, receive, and give on a daily basis. Another important part of this process is documenting what you are getting that you do want. So often it's really easy to focus on the negative, to focus on the things that aren't going our way, but it can be so critical to keep track of all the wins and the good things that are happening. Inside the Mindful Productivity Planner, you'll find a monthly section that has a success list that not only helps you tap into the ways that you're winning and the things that you're doing, but also helps remind you to write down all the things that you're receiving, all the things that totally went your way, like hitting that green light. What I love about this process is that every month you have this awesome place to reflect on all the amazing things that happen to you. And the more you reflect on that, the more you see that life is actually pretty amazing and you get to see all the things that you accomplished. So when you look back on the month, you don't feel as deflated or deflated because you know that things not only happen to you, but you also know that you created some amazing things. This is also a part of the weekly spreads where there's a weekly win section to track down some bigger things that have happened for you during the week. I hope this podcast episode was helpful for you, and I hope that you remember how important it is to take these steps. I know that they're simple. I know that they might seem a little out there, but I'm telling you, if you do these four things today and this week, I have a feeling that your life is going to change in some big, positive ways. Hey, let me know that you're listening to this podcast. 
head on over to Instagram. I'm at Mindful Productivity Blog. Tag me in your post or on Instagram stories and let me know that you're listening to the podcast so that I can say hi. As always, you can find more resources by visiting the website at mindfulproductivityblog.com and I will be back every single Monday with a new episode. Thanks so much for listening. And if you've enjoyed this podcast, please make sure to go leave a review on iTunes. I can't wait to see you next week. 